What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 61. Today, I'm joined by Prince. Hey there. And Ace. Hello. How are you guys doing? All right. Thanks, you. Ahead, hanging in there. I've got I've got a four day weekend and it's amazing. Ooh. I know. I I had to do some jury rigging, so but there will be lots of video games in between running necessary errands that I've been putting off for months. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you complete something then. It's a challenge. Yeah, right. Um well hopefully we'll start getting into uh plenty of time to to do that kind of stuff. But my brothers dragged me into playing a game that uh is not entirely conducive to that. So we'll see. We'll get, we'll get to that later though. Uh, first we should jump into the news because we actually have news. Um, it's been last week was kind of quiet. Uh, and then towards the end we got some news and now we got some actual good stuff. Um, so final fantasy 15 is getting a Royal edition, which will be coming soon. Um, and it's going to have a bunch of upgrades above and beyond just including all of the DLC. So, you know, that's kind of neat. It's like a um, kind of like the second season pass they were talking about, except, um, it's not so much a season pass as like a, like a rolled up expansion, I guess. This, uh, to me, it seems more like, um, when, you know, a year on when destiny gets its whatever edition and it's got the latest DLC um, and prior DLC and the main game, it kind of feels like that because it's it's not really a season uh, like the the season pass thing because there's still going to be more DLC coming out later this year. And they haven't said that this is going to include that. I don't think so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to include that. Um, yeah, so uh, it doesn't include that stuff, but it does include a bunch of, uh, neat extra bits. The, uh, it's going to have a couple of new areas. Um, you're going to be able to, t- to take the car off-roading. I think that's already uh, in a previous patch. Oh, is it? See, I haven't played it in forever. Um, there is going to be a, a controllable boat, however. That's so yeah, so in the game, there is a part where you take a boat to a different place, but it's just like you hop on the boat, and then cutscene, and then you're in a place, and that's it. Well, um, well but during the cutscene, they'll have a song about how they're on a boat. Yes. Yep. There's a lot of swearing. Yeah, with the, guy, with, with the guy with the crazy hair, and yeah. Um, so, and apparently you can drive, it seems like you can actually pilot the boat there. Uh, so you'll be able to, you know, explore the waters in between and it'll be a little bit more seamless and there will be fishing involved. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because at first I was like, oh man, this looks kind of cool. It'd be nice to jump back in with all this extra stuff. But at the same time, I'm also kind of like, I don't really know anything about these two new areas. And the more I read about them, they don't seem like that big of an improvement. Um, and it's going to be 20 bucks for the upgrade. So this this stuff that you are getting in the Royal Edition, if you have the core game, you can upgrade with the Royal Pack, which is going to cost twenty bucks. And I believe that yeah. includes the season pass. If you didn't get it, does it? Well, that'd be cool. Uh, but if you have the season pass, it's not. I don't think you get the Royal Pack. Exactly. So the 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 comparison with Destiny is apt because with Destiny, it was always pretty much a flat price every time regardless of how much you'd bought before 
So. I don't think that's uh, entirely true. No, I think if you I got mean, like, the, like the gold like edition. Because at each yeah, time yeah. they were doing like a pack where um, you pretty much got caught up to date, but like everything before that was made redundant, but also required like at the same time, yeah. ironically. So mm. Mm. That's a shame season pass holders have to count for it. Is it, is it do you think it's worth the 20? Because I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's really selling it. <laughs> yeah, uh, like maybe we'll we'll see what it actually turns out to be like. Because like riding around on a boat, eh, like that doesn't really do anything for me. Um, if there's stuff out there to do, that could be cool, and they might not be telling us about that kind of stuff. I don't know, but just some of the, this doesn't seem like it's going. They're not saying a lot about what you're getting. They've just kind of made the outline for it. So if there's, if this is actually fairly dense, it could totally be worth the 20 bucks, but I just, so far I don't feel that. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it's also going to be releasing alongside the PC edition. Um, so all this is coming on March 6th. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of destiny, uh, it turns out that Bungie with the new season of content was throttling the payout of tokens for special events, which you use to buy gear and get experience and whatever else. Um, and so they were essentially throttling how much gear you could get without saying anything. Uh, and then they basically admitted that that's exactly what they were doing. So that way there was always loot that you didn't have that they could give you. Uh-huh. I can smell the up, the uproar now. Is this different from the thing that they were doing like two months ago and they apologized for? Well, so in that instance, I, I think you're talking about the experience. Yeah. So, so in they that didn't instance, what was happening that. is... Yeah, so... Essentially, what was happening in that instance is if you were rerunning things in rapid succession, the uh, thing was saying that you were getting the same amount of experience each time. However you were getting diminishing returns. So it was basically lying to you. In this instance, I think you were just not getting stuff. I'll be honest, I haven't been keeping up with this because every couple of weeks, Bungie's done something stupid and I stopped playing Destiny a while ago. So, um, (laughs) but, and to be fair, um, the first season that they did, the faction rally, it was a little bit broken. Like you could farm these tokens like crazy and you would get tons and tons of gear. And it, you know, there wasn't a lot of variety to it, but you were getting a lot of it. Um, and people were using it to sort of slowly incrementally move their, uh, character level upwards in the post game. Um, and it did kind of have to be, it, it needed to be reined in, but they also needed to say something. You know, waiting yeah. until people are playing the game, game and trying to get these tokens, and then suddenly they just stop getting these tokens because there's like some kind of timer or whatever. It's just not a that you can't do that. <laughs> After all of the problems you've had, obviously this would blow up in your face. Yeah, didn't they say last time? Oh, we're very sorry. In future, we're going to try and be more open and more communicative, and they go right back and do exactly the same thing again. Not quite. Yeah. Quite, quietly change and sneak it in and then 
wait till people notice and complain and then oh yeah or i love how the knee-jerk reaction is oh people can farm this too much so we're going to put in like this massive timer that basically penalizes it the other extreme it's like well yeah it's like well here here you go take out a couple of words and you can reuse this entire statement our new goals for weapon rewards and faction rallies should have been broadcast before it returned i think we could have avoided lots of confusion for players the development update was our priority going forward we'll strive to communicate any changes to rewards or experiences before they go live cool that was uh barrett who is i think cosmo the one of the um he's a magazine uh yeah right he he's one of the two there's deej and him uh they do the uh forward-facing stuff mm. community management that's what it is uh, he, he's trying really hard to manage the community but it's it's not going so well anyways so that's the latest in oh geez bungee uh well, you know, they, they can't be outdone by Battlefront. We should make that weekly series. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, in in what? slightly brighter news, uh, PlayStation is creating themed Totaku figures, which are going to be available, it seems exclusively, at least in the States, uh, going to be through GameStop and ThinkGeek, which are, you know, ThinkGeek is owned by GameStop. Um, they kind of look like amiibo minus the functionality um and obviously less cute because you know we're talking about playstation characters so you've got like um kratos and the uh bloodborne hunter but you do have um crash bandicoot and Sackboy and parappa at the moment so yeah. not forgetting old tekken and um <laughs> my personal favorite which is the pfizer um ship from wipeout yeah which is quite apt really it's, I'm sure a lot of people have been playing that. Yes. Lately. <laughs> they had some issues. Um, there's also supposed to be an Atreus. Do you know what? I, I wasn't brave enough to try and say the name. What was that, Prince? Heihachi Mishima. I mean, like three different, yeah. no, at least three different characters in the series are all Mishima family, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just say Hitachi, you know, yeah. like the old VCR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that company's still going, you know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard that name in ages. Uh, it's all Sony, Panasonic, and Philips. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Probably still going over there. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they are creating these figures with um, GameStop, so you can uh, check them out and see if any of them strike your fancy. The Bloodborne one looks all right, depending on the quality of these figures. Mm. Some look mm. better than others. Is that international, do you know? Or is it... Sorry. No, you you go ahead. I was just say, is that US only, or do you think um, us outside of the good old United States is going to get a chance then? Where we're going to have to import? You might have to import it. Um, I don't see any yeah. indication as to um, like a European release. I imagine at some point they probably will, but right now they're using GameStop for distribution, which is, I know, not really a thing. <laughs> So, um, I think they're in Ireland, aren't they? And I think they do ship to the UK out there. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah. these uh, uh, that might be worth having a notice. Any monopoly will do uh, whatever to get their their uh, fingers in another pie. So, yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So like I said, I, I expect that they'll probably get over there somehow or another. Um, it, right now, these are planning. These are set to be released uh, March 23rd. So be sure to pick out your favorites and be prepared to shell out money. And hopefully it'll go better than Amiibo did when it first launched. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I've got an update on that one. I've just looked. Yeah. So yeah, Game, GameStop did used to have a UK website, but they've mm-hmm. closed it. They, they're still running the IE Ireland one. So GameStop.ie. And they will ship to the UK. Uh, it's 14.99 euros, I think. Mm-hmm. Boo. Um, but it's on there for pre-order, so I shall be doing right, that after this podcast. Wait until <laughs> it either comes out in the UK or buy another figurine. Yeah, well, higher I, quality. I just, I just like the the I just like the the wipeout Python <laughs> ship. I don't think you've don't think there's ever been any wipeout models before. Yeah, but not that I've seen anyway. So. My thoughts uh, when seeing the yeah. Sackboy uh, model is that obviously Sackboy is made from like a cloth material um and mm-hmm. it's very much like um i don't know if you've seen yarn yoshi uh mm-hmm. and yarn yoshi had a amiibo or a large amiibo which was made from well not really made from yarn but it was kind of soft as well and i yeah. kind of doubt that this will be soft but if it were mm-hmm. that would be good yeah Aww. prince wants a softie <laughs> i'm just saying yarn yoshi amiibo was one of the best <laughs> Yeah, I, I, she could take it to bed. No, with because you, it was unique. It was, it was more than like it wasn't a, a soft toy, uh, and it wasn't an amiibo. It was like a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hybrid. You like hybrids, okay? Yeah, that doesn't really surprise me about Prince. Him driving a car, <laughs> probably going to be a hybrid. Let's like not just that. I thought I thought Prince would be driving a Prius. Prince uh, and a Prius. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's that's the new line. Hopefully, those will become popular, and we can get like I don't know, maybe even more awesome PlayStation themed figures. There's plenty, plenty of things that they could do for that. It's a good selection for the launch. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Good, good smattering of various iconic characters. Uh, the next Dragon Age game will be. A, a live game, um, but they don't really mean it the way that you think they mean it. Uh, apparently, what they're saying is that they're still going to focus on story and characters first, and they want to have you know a full game. But after you reach the end of the game, they want to be able to continue the story so that you know it's not dead. It doesn't just end and you're done. Basically, it sounds to me like they mean something along the lines of DLC that's a little bit more consistent. Um, so it is a little bit games as service, but it doesn't sound like it's necessarily multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So something no, that, I, could it just be? Okay. Could it just be like a random generator mission sort of thing? I guess I I doubt it. I mean, they they were talking about. Uh, continuing the storytelling after the main story. So, uh, and it's, you know, I, I doubt that they're going to cheap out on the story. If they're going to do story, they usually, you know, put at least a little bit of effort into it. It might not be, you know, obviously to the level of the main story, but it's not going to be, I don't think, cheap either. But we'll have to wait and see because they're not really talking about it. Um, 
but the, just just to be clear, as far as we're aware, this is not going to be like some kind of ongoing multiplayer living space thing. Okay, but it does Yet. have some similarities okay. with the kind of World of Warcraft idea that the the story will con- like the life cycle will continue. Yeah, not for I that mean, long, but. The, yeah, uh, agreed. It's it's something that will, you know, the story does not just end because that particular story ended. So there's room for for growth, and we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, obviously, it's going to be a little while before we hear anything else. God of War has finally gotten a release date, which is kind of awesome. Um, it was usually uh, I'm not big on being like, oh my god, it has a release date, unless obviously it's a big game, or in this instance kind of because it just kind of came out of nowhere. It's God of War, so well, normally you would expect, hey. <laughs> when we last recorded, we, we wondered about it. We thought, you know, we were expecting it in this uh, period of the year, and uh, we hadn't got mm-hmm. the release date, so we were wondering when are they going to talk about it. And in the meantime, they have, so there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the game is going to be coming out on April 20th, um, and that's kind of awesome. There's going to be, you know, the smattering of special editions and all that kind of stuff too. Uh, you can, yeah, you'd s- special like shield skins. And yeah, uh, if you get, yeah, what was one of them? I just kind of chuckled about, um, there's some kind of pin or something. If you get like the Epic edition or whatever the hell it is, the d- deluxe edition, <laughs> it's like, awesome. Oh, that's great. Get a pin. Wonderful. Savage. I feel like I've really in yeah. it's real primal that <laughs> pin. Oh, what am I going to do with it? Stab people upside the head with a pin? No. Yeah, right. Kind of missing the spirit of God of War with that kind of. I know. It'd be nice if they like collectible edition with like the backlax or something like that. One. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like obviously not an actual battle axe, but a figurine. Well, I don't know. Could do. You got. You got. Um... <laughs> well. Yeah. Maybe okay. not a sharp one, okay. but you know. Um, Let's tone down. No. The, the <laughs> I mean, a model, You've a model, plastic or something. You know, didn't didn't I actually think, mean lethal I, I and think, sharp. And <laughs> I think Best Buy was actually set up to sell some kind of God of War battle axe replica made out of um, foam or something. <laughs> so somebody's doing it. I feel like foam is just. The, the worst thing to make or pretend not not i mean from a cosway perspective but in terms of um having some kind of heft to it you, you should make it out <laughs> of plastic like a dense plastic and then you should have um a soft edge um so that it will obviously dampen um any impact but do you know what yeah, I'd, I guess I'd i would love to go to a convention where there's all these cosplayers and have have a cosplay stuff like that and have something like a really impressive looking axe Whatever, but but when you bash it on anything, it just makes a sort of toy squeaky noise. And just, yeah, like those blow up hammers, and, and just annoy everyone with it. Exactly. Yeah, especially if it, if whatever the weapon happens to be is like some huge like hammer type yeah. weapon that you would think would just yeah, that would just be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh. And then, and then, of course, that that sets up perfectly for the um, the meta commentary, and somebody will come by with the um, 
the squeaky hammer from uh, Kingdom Hearts, the the mm. demo, the toy <laughs> the, hammer that he was playing with. The Final <laughs> Fantasy um, episode, um, uh, not episodes, yeah, demo. Uh, car, yes, with the carbuncle and all that. Mm. <laughs> uh, so that's it for the news, actually. Oh, um, with the so, um, God of War um, thing, I was going to say that the trailer is probably the best part. Just ignore all the additions because they're oh, yes. stupid. Like, please uh, ignore them. But the the trailer is actually pretty good, so it's kind of showing off some of the story and where it's going. So um, even if you weren't particularly interested in God of War, I'm I've kind of given up on God of War as like a continuing story because when you've got like five or six games about the same thing, it's kind of a bit hollow. But now it seems to be yeah. taking on a new story angle with his son, and it's, his son is not tagging along his journey, but he's tagging along his son's journey in a way. So. Um, um, yeah. Interesting. So, so you get to be the equivalent of Ashley Graham with a <laughs> battle axe and godlike powers. Well, no, well, which he's is cool. not. He's not literally tagging along his son's journey. Obviously, he's the protagonist. I know. I, mean, I know. Like in terms of where the the sort of the center of the story is, it's about his his uh, relationship with his son. Yeah. Uh, it, and if if anything, I think you're going to be able to separate the you know six or however many games from this and just play this and yeah, not even really worry. Well, that about would it. be nice. Yeah, I, I think it's. I mean, I think they're suggesting that with the title in the first place, um, and I, I think this is obviously their best opportunity to really kind of sever ties. They can leave it behind without like burning it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That that stuff happened, but it's not really relevant at this point. Yeah, in the trailer, they're talking about his like. There are other characters in there who seem to know about his history, uh, which is mm-hmm. obviously some. It's important that they don't sort of pretend like it never happened, like a reboot. But at the same time, they're 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 sort of clearly demonstrating that it's a new story. They've got something different to to go through. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I guess maybe I lied a little bit because there was a little bit of news about Microsoft that I found a little bit interesting oh. uh, and its implications potentially for PlayStation. So this could be a little bit long. It could be a little bit short. Um, the Microsoft announced that for its Game Pass program, which is sort of its PlayStation now analog, but not really um, digital, that... <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So for those that don't know, Microsoft Game Pass is a collection of about a hundred games that uh, you you pay for this service. Uh, currently, I think it's $10 a month and you have access to this whole stable of games that rotates through and you can actually download these games rather than stream them like you would from PlayStation now so that you don't have to deal with all of the problems that come with streaming, you know, the latency and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Microsoft just announced that it will be including, you know, first party Microsoft studio games day and date that it gets released at retail on this service. So when sea of thieves comes out later this year or um, state of decay two or uh, they said one other one uh, escaping me at the moment. Uh, these, these games are Crackdown 3, yes. When those games come out, that same day, they're going to be on Game Pass. Microsoft which is, Studios games, that is. Yeah. I presume, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and they did promise that games in the Forza, Gears of War, and Halo series will also have the same kind of treatment. Oh, which is that with Gears 5, then, that no one will want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they missed a trick. I'd have called so, it Xbox um, Game Flicks. <laughs> no, oh, God. That's not... <laughs> no. I, I think right. making it game flex <laughs> would oh, probably yeah. confuse yeah. people. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's essentially what it is, um, isn't it, kind of? But, um, I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sony seemed to have got the raw end of this deal with, the obviously, the previous choices in architecture and the current ones and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. It, it's pain, isn't it? Um, I mean, I, I do have an Xbox, and I, I do like the backwards compatibility. I do use it quite a bit. It's it's nice, um, but I've never mm-hmm. felt compelled to do any of the PS Now stuff, which um, and especially when they yeah. killed it off about every platform except the PS4, then I yeah. definitely yeah. didn't really see much longevity left in it um, from that. Mm. Um, so it's it's a shame, isn't it? It would be nice to see some of that. Um, but is isn't it strange how? how people are reacting to Xbox Games Pass' uh, new um, announcement, as if it's uh, some kind of, like, revolutionary gaming Netflix, whereas in reality, if you think about it, um, the closest thing we have to a Netflix uh, gaming platform is obviously PlayStation Now. If you, like, take the blinders off, that is, without question, the closest thing to Netflix. It's streaming, it's a catalogue. You can click on something and you can start playing it. Whereas with games um, on Microsoft's platform, you click on it, you've got to download 50 gigabytes, good luck, um, and then yeah. play that tomorrow <laughs> or later yeah. for, for a lot of people. I know that yeah. a lot of people are suffering with their mm. network. I know, right? You, you almost want, <clears throat> you want two options, don't you? I think, um, is it uh, uh, to Netflix, Netflix starting to do download options now? I mean, I know well, yeah, you can, they do, you can yeah. download so you can watch on the go. Yeah, not, I was thinking of like Sky, where you can like there's a button to watch now or download to your device and then watch it, which is what you kind of really want with a game thing, isn't it? Which is if you if you don't want to wait if you like you say like a fifty gigabyte download, then you can just stream it and get straight on and, and playing. Or you're mm-hmm. the type that well, actually, I'd rather start it downloading tonight, have it tomorrow, and not have to deal with connection troubles um it's a perception you know, or, thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, or a bit of both they used to say you start off with a streaming one it downloads the download one in the background and then um the next time you load up the game you get the downloaded one you know best of both worlds well it, it it actually in in some ways so like maybe they could get around to doing a streaming service and that that would maybe give you the best of both worlds but uh, it in actuality, I mean, Netflix did start off by shipping people DVDs. <laughs> yeah. So what's a DVD? <laughs> you did have to kind of wait. <laughs> uh, so that was a thing that happened. Yeah. Um, but, but Netflix was uh, never popular at that time. No, I mean it was it was started off small. That's you know this is a, a you know much bigger thing from a much bigger company. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's not the next thing Microsoft do because I mean they've got Azure, they've got Data centers, it's surely no, not much skin off their nose. Um, streaming. so I'm, I'm sure, yeah, streaming games, I'm sure that'll be the next thing, the next E3 or, or the next, well, um, that is kind of the, the thing about, uh, Microsoft situation. They want, they announced the Xbox One with an intention to online services, 
um, mm-hmm. and mm. then they were struck in the face. Um, and now they have to basically show an aversion to anything related to online services. So they had offered um, everything as a download because um, for a lot of people, that's more convenient. I mean, it can't be interrupted, essentially. Um, and it will, it has a, a form of permanence to it. Uh, whereas yeah. with streaming, it's the opposite. It can be interrupted and it, it's, it's fleeting. Um, but the thing is that it's not as instant. So mm. what you really want for both platforms, actually, is um, like you were speaking about um, download, uh, streaming and then progressing into download. It's what they talked about when they started with game installs. Um, so you could have, um, you could start to play it while it was installing from the disc. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could, um, you put the disc in and it was start installing and then um, like the first chapter would be installed first so that you could immediately start playing. So if yeah. they did that with the streaming, so you're streaming the first chapter and it's downloading then the first chapter and then beyond. So you can um, basically transition into a physical, like not a physical, a downloaded copy. Downloaded uh, one. Seamlessly. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That, that would be the best of both worlds. Or again, there are people like I've monometered connection. Uh, I don't yeah. want that. They could choose not to do that and just do the streaming one. I think the the point is if, if you give people the options, and they can do it multiple ways, yeah. then they're not going to have a problem. It's when people foresee a forced sort of DRM um, thing that they were seeing before from Microsoft that people reacted badly. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in uh, a way, uh, as uh, has always been said, Steam has always had this same kind of forced DRM. But um, I would say between the two platforms right now, PlayStation is in a better position to make that leap. I don't think they will um, because, you know, the the platforms don't always innovate as well as they should, but um, yeah. if PlayStation, in terms of connecting the, the huge gulfs that's now been created, if PlayStation announced their major titles, it would be better than Xbox currently has become uh, with their major yeah. titles, because you would ultimately mm. rather have the catalogue um, rather than have like the sort of click um, download and then wait for it to come in the post over your internet connection equivalent. Yeah. Um, Cause that's like waiting yeah. for the DVD to come, right? You'll only be able to play yeah. it tomorrow. Um, yeah. yeah. But they, they need a little bit more incentive. I mean, it, um, I know people originally moaned a bit about the Xbox backward compatibility because you've got to wait for them to convert a game to do that because it, it's got to run inside this sort of and, yeah, yeah. thing and that they've got to build the emulator around it and make sure everything works. There's no funnies with it. Mm-hmm. So, but on the other hand, it's quite nice having that, that constant trickle and they have been rather good this time. I think the Xbox, the, the original, I don't know how we're supposed to call that <laughs> these days. So many Xbox ones now, um, but the good old original uh, backwards compatibility titles on the 360 <laughs> Yeah, they did a few, but then they gave up pretty quickly. Um, so, if so much so, now they're bringing those ones to the to the one X and then the one. <laughs> Still so no funny. Prince of Persia trilogy. Sony has made mistakes, but they haven't needed this kind of. Well, I suppose that comes down to the whole theme of this thing. Uh, this news update is that um, Sony is, is sitting back and not having to care about PS now, whereas Microsoft is having to play their last card. Well. Um, Dare I exaggerate, but they are essentially playing um, what many are calling desperate in that um, they, sorry, I just uh, heard that Ace's uh, computer has crashed, but let's uh, 
Let's hold the fort. Wonderful. Um, they are essentially playing this desperate card because they are obviously losing this generation. Well, losing. Um, but yeah. this is a way to sort of win hearts and minds. Um, so Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, it's really more of a sort of medium term move because in the short term, there's not a lot there. Like you said, Crackdown and Sea of Thieves and like, can't, no one can remember all three because no one wants all three. So it's kind of thing. Um, yeah. Like, but Halo uh, and Gears, neither of the sequels have been announced yet, and they're still like, well, you can look forward to those, and it's like, well, you don't have a fourth game, so. Yeah, which is which is in its own way kind of a concerning thing. It's like, okay, well, that's great. So we've got three games coming this year, presumably, yeah. that will benefit and probably four because i mean forts is going to come out and i'm that's that's just right. how the way the world works you it know? would be that's Forza going to horizon four as i understand it this year. i believe yeah um and i i'm i'm imagining that that's probably also going to be a part of it so that's that's pretty useful um and so i i but past that beyond this year like what does that really look like how much can we expect and especially since you know for halo and gears the last two entries kind of faltered a little bit like they weren't really big hits and they didn't really take off halo 6 uh sorry halo 5's story was kind of a hot mess um it just what are you necessarily going to get from that um at the same time you know if you're into that kind of stuff, then that's not necessarily the end of the world. And it is kind of a fantastic advantage to have. Uh, you're, you're setting up an opportunity to really create a, a service, <laughs> you know, yeah. like this, this is something that you can, it, it's, it is in a way sort of, if you're talking about the downloading of, of video content or whatever, the sort of Netflix originals, you know, yeah. and, and turning that into a subscription model. So. If, before we really know much about it, we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. But I think that having something like Sea of Thieves will definitely benefit from this kind of thing. It's going to be kind of like Rocket League on PS Plus, though I don't know that it's going to have that big of a splash. But I think that's still kind of a neat way to roll out that game. Um, so with that done, it is time to move on to popular trophies. Okay, here we go. Um, the 50. Most popular trophies on True Trophies, uh, week of January 25th, 2018. Uh, it's fairly similar to last time, actually. Um, we've still got four items in the chart. Um, if, um, most of them are the same, other than one. So mm-hmm. uh, unlock-wise, it's a bit quiet a week, I think. So um, we'll get started. A uh, quiet month, for sure. Yeah. That's going to change very much this week, I think. Yeah. So first we say goodbye to 2-6 Mankind Divided. That's dropped out of the D6. chart for the moment. 2-6. Deus Ex. You said do sex. Sorry. Deus Ex. <coughs> Sorry. No, Deus you said it quickly. Yeah. Um, Mankind Divided. We say goodbye to that one. Um but we it jumped off, uh, jumped off a building. Forgot that it didn't have its wings with them, and that was didn't that. By the Icarus yeah. landing augmentation, Machinid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so uh, number four, um, still clinging on there is Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Best spot 49. They're hanging in there. <laughs> Stations 109 wins. Non-mover. Uh, number three, also non-mover. Assassin's Creed Origins. Spot 33. Trophy team play. 171 wins. Four other trophies in the top 50. Um, again, similar as last time. We have our hmm. new entry in at number two. This is uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> at spot 32, uh, Trophy Back Alley Hacker. Uh, 174 wins and six other trophies in the top 50. Is that supposed to be, like, I'm, I'm not really understanding. No. <laughs> so, like, Back... Back alley hacker, are we trying to say that it's a cheap hacker or somebody who hacks in the darkness and like away from prying eyes, which would be, you know, most hackers? Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I know what you were thinking. Red light district. So. And we're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, Why move do you on. have to no. ask about it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I I am sorry to our listeners. I'm sorry to you, Prince. I'm sorry to me. I'm sorry to my cats right now, and they can't even hear this. Uh, moving on then. Um, at number one to guard the back alleys is um, Batman, the Telltale series. Spot one. Welcome to Gotham. 313 wins and 36 other trophies in the top 50. So Batman totally hogging the uh, the chart there. Right. <laughs> I, I'm catching up on my um, VOD from uh, AGDQ this year, and they did a speed run of Final Fantasy IV, where the crowd named Cecil, who is the you know Dark Knight Batman. <laughs> so <laughs> that made me very happy. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyways, it, it's kind of uh, fascinating how little this chart has changed in the past. Like I don't know what three weeks or so. Mm. Like I mean. Uh, Horizon has been on this chart with followed Rost's teachings and one trophy, just that one trophy, for like two months, <laughs> basically since Frozen Wilds came out. I think actually a little bit before that. And it's been there, like at the very bottom of the chart, just like hanging on. Um, and kind of the same with Assassin's Creed, it's been there. Uh, it, it's moving around a little bit and it's different trophies and whatever, but just kind of fascinating that these games are really on there horizon's got sustained recognition and it's got um mm. a pretty good like extension in terms of the soft marketing like the memorabilia and things like that um, mm -hmm. so it remains in consciousness and more and more people will sort of cross that line of oh i've heard about this or oh, i should probably get around to that or things like that and then one day they uh you know over time more and more people are sort of rolling into it like that yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it's got a very good word of mouth. And I think it's a game that a lot of people skipped out on earlier and had no idea that it was a thing. And then uh, it got nominated for a whole bunch of things and whatever. And it, it's uh, people were talking about it. And I think a lot of people got recommended this game probably over the holidays and ended up getting picking it up, mm. you know. Mm. All right. So, uh, as I was saying, I think this list is actually finally going to change because there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out this week. Um, the two biggest ones are going to be uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters. I think it's Fighter Z, but I've heard it corrected both <laughs> ways, so I'm not really sure. Um, 
that is coming out on the 26th, as is Monster Hunter World. So, oddly for us in the States, both are Friday releases. Uh, And then, so... Those are somewhat known quantities. I don't know if you've heard. Um, Monster Hunter are... World is, is already getting very good reviews, uh, like above yeah. ninety at this point. So, yeah, uh, Dragon Ball was um, kind of similar, if I remember correctly. Um, it was getting good reviews. The the embargo lifted earlier for that. Um, so, but yeah, that that was also reviewing pretty well. Um, yeah, Dragon and then, Ball is currently. <laughs> around the 86 that region so pretty good which is pretty solid um and then there's a few more uh so, so there's uh inpatient is releasing which is the um was it breaking dawn or um daybreak until dawn or i can't until well yes until dawn i was trying to remember who the studio oh, was but i can't yeah, um, super massive remember Supermassive. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's the Breaking Dawn um, tie, uh, <laughs> tie-in. And it's the VR game with the uh, in-law mental hospital or whatever it is. Um, and then there was a couple of small games, both of which have been reviewing pretty well. Uh, Celeste, which is from the creators of Towerfall. Um, and it, it kind of looks like that style of game, but instead of being a, you know, arena brawler sort of style game it's actually a platformer um it's supposed to be a pretty lengthy game um and it's right now that's reviewing pretty well as is iconoclasts which to be completely honest i have no idea what it actually is but again that that's another one that just like over the course of the week i've been seeing reviews and it's reviewing pretty well so hopefully i think at the very least the two bigger games are going to pop up and end up making this list and finally start shaking things up. I think that's going to, they're going to be the first big releases this year. My big question on this job is why mm-hmm. is there a game being released now that didn't come out uh, last November? Wild Turkey Hunter. I mean, just, just, just yeah. like it's totally missed <laughs> right. mark there. Missed opportunity. Or, or December. Yeah, so- it should have come out in November in the States and in December for Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really understand what, what's up with that, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. I guess it was delayed. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, maybe in... Um, and we are all very thankful for that. Maybe they decided to pardon the, uh, the turkey. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, he thought, he, thought what, he was pardoned, but... Yeah. yeah uh, sorry, <laughs> buddy. Do you know what? I've heard there's, um, there's a Game of the Year edition coming out with all the trimmings. Uh, that's good. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right. Uh, so, anyways, those those are the games that are coming out this week of, of major note. So, uh, be sure to check your reviews and local listings. speaking of local listings, yeah. Speaking of local listings, what have you guys been playing lately? Not a lot. Um, how about I'm you? Playing the same thing for the most part. Um, the Wipeout 2014 I don't think we talked about this before The Wipeout 2048 multiplayer server is shutting down um, Reese and I right. decided to get on it uh, Sooner rather than later And uh, yeah. given that uh, There are some excellent communities Around the PlayStation Online uh, We found mm-hmm. We found some good uh, Some good groups going 
and uh, managed to polish that off pretty quickly. Uh, so I got the, I'd say that my favorite trophy out of that was the multiplayer completist trophy. 4.24 ratio mm. at the time of writing. Um, mm. Pretty good. I think a gold mm. as well. So you get a fair bit of points from that. Yeah. Um, that sets me up. Sweet. All of the multiplayer's done. Um, all but two in the campaign. I, I'd like to see anyone else uh, get the platinum in that game. But uh, yeah, I mean, right. it's possible. It's possible. So a better man than me could, well, a better People man have it. than me could, could do it. So uh, I'd like to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ace, did you manage to uh, to get anything else? Uh, no, not yet. I said just um, getting that one out of the way and um, helping others with them getting it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah, we did manage to do it fairly quickly, um, despite a few problems. And obviously the server's quite old and, and difficult at times. Um, I noticed it uh, seems to restart every uh, every night at sort of um early hours of the morning uk time <laughs> so you can't you can't connect onto it for about five ten minutes mm. you just get error messages um it's very flaky if you go to your messages or do anything else on your vita and then go back to it you've lost your connection and you run the risk of your um data getting reset so if you ever lose connection just swipe to close the game and start it up again yeah um there's sometimes there was some difficulties with lobbies sometimes because um if someone's uh, Vita crashed, but their their avatar was still in game and it just locked lobbies. So um the people were joining, sat there and the game never started until you had a until more than eight people turned up and you got a second lobby and then something probably went wrong with that one. Yeah, uh people getting error messages the, when they try to connect. The usual like fair. Um can't be avoided I suppose, but Unfortunate that these things persist until the end of life of the game. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But um, once when it was going, um, I was quite, I was actually enjoying it quite a bit. You know, doing the passes or getting the elite passes. I spent so much time on it with um, you know, getting mine done and and helping others with theirs. I actually managed to elite pass um all all of the uh, two hundred and ten events. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was only the the ones where you got to get first, um, uh, which is I think from there's twenty levels. So I think that they really start coming about in level seventeen. The nodes in there, you get quite a lot of uh, firsts, like, like about half of the nodes um, increasing through seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. But up until then, it's sort of you know get two shots, destroy a ship, or come in the top. Top four, uh, sorry, top half. Which, if you've got eight people in a lobby, a full lobby, then um, four people can meet those conditions. But in order yeah. to finish, uh, you only have to pass um, all of the nodes, uh, which isn't so bad. It's hugely time-consuming. Two hundred and ten events, as he said. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't. Well, I maintain that I wouldn't recommend anyone to start the game now. But if you've already started and you're looking to finish it, um, I would say it's still possible. You've got until the end of March. Um, yeah. If you're looking, if you can't find um, any luck on the matchmaking, uh, or if you just prefer boosting generally, um, just give us a shout. We we can um, connect you um, and get the boosting done. It can go quite easily with a good group. So we've got people who have connections, yeah. is what he's exactly. saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Stick it out there and put, put a session up. I mean, I started mine in January, so. Um, it's doable. Mm-hmm. You finished that at wipeout speed. 
Uh, yeah. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> but I, I should add, though, that um, it applies for Wipeout 2048 and Wipeout HD. Both are shutting down, but both are quite easy to boost at this point. Wipeout HD is much quicker, though, on the plus side. You do have to get That's the good. campaign skins in HD, and you have to get the stats trophy, don't you? So you've pretty much got to have done something of everything for the, the stats one. Yeah, won't be a problem so. determined. Yeah. Cool. So I am uh, kind of on the other end of the multiplayer spectrum at the moment. Uh, my brother picked up Fortnite, and um, so we ended up getting PUBG, and we were playing PUBG and um, enjoying that a fair amount. But he has been into Fortnite, and so um, I went to go hang out with him, and we were uh, handing off the controller back and forth playing ah. Fortnite. And now I'm I'm a little bit hooked on it um i think i actually like it more than i like PUBG. uh it's just faster the uh just the the map is kind of smaller so you drop it in a hundred people and people are bumping into each other a lot more and the uh, pace at which like the the map closes in on you is also a lot faster um and all that uh and it's simplified in a good way i think uh it's not going to have like the same mm, twitch shooting that PUBG has, um, but it does have like the the weapons are are pretty simple. Like there's maybe two different types of shotguns, and then there's different tiers of the shotgun, which are all color coded. So it's pretty easy to pick things out on the fly, um, things like that. So right now I am enjoying that quite a bit. So uh, you were playing the well, um, battle royale, not the the core Fortnite mode, then. Uh, yes, yes, I was playing the Battle Royale for, uh, mode for Fortnite. I have not actually played the co-op version just yet, because um, I was playing, we were playing on a single screen with one controller, so I, uh, I've downloaded it, and uh, we'll probably get into some of that, I think, now that I have a copy and he has a copy, and we'll, we'll play some People online. only talk about the Battle Royale um, mode anyway. It's like, Fortnite is only the Battle Royale in people's hearts and minds at this point, so... Yeah, which is, from what I understand, a little bit too bad because the uh, survival mode is actually pretty enjoyable too. Um, so who knows? Like, I'll, I'll jump into that and give that a shot too. But, you know, it's, having one awesome mode is good enough for sure. <laughs> so that is that like versus uh, or rather than the campaign kind of thing? Or is it actually like a, Ooh, a different add-on or something? I think this is an opportunity for you to explain uh, in brief what Battle Royale is. Uh, so the Fortnite Battle Royale is a 100-player elimination game where 100 people are dropped onto the map and have to scrounge for uh, weapons and healing items and, in the case of Fortnite, building materials so that they can, you know, outlast and kill the other opponents until there's only one person left or one team left. Um, so this is a, a very competitive thing. Uh, I, I was playing the free-for-all rather than the squad-based one, um, which the squad-based is obviously a little bit different in its own right. It's a different pace. Free-for-all um, is where the glory yeah, is. So is it fair to say that mm. Battle Royale is, is, is the designation of this kind of game mode and it's turning up in in everything it's it's kind of like you know when when horde started or, or zombie started yeah. i mean we're just gonna start seeing everything with a battle royale mode 
going forward. I think, well, so right now, I mean, that's kind of already happening. I mean, there's Battle Royale was put on a map in a big way when PUBG started exploding, but like summer last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it existed before that because it was in like um, H1Z1 with like King of the Kill. And I think there was uh, versions before that, like with Arma 3 and stuff like that. Um, and to to some extent, even like DayZ was a little bit of like the same concepts, though the the how it was executed was very different. Um so it's been around for a little while, but uh, the, that style of mode sort of was put on the map in a big way last summer. And since then, a lot of places, uh, games have started doing that kind of thing. Um, I think even in some smaller instances, I think it was like uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands was talking about having like a 16-player version of that. Yes, um, something like that. that. Yeah. So this is something that's been popping up pretty well. Um, I was Paladins, I think is a game that was doing something with battle Royale. Um, and it's a little bit different, I think from maybe horde, whereas like the horde mode, as it was called, was literally called just horde mode gears called it horde mode. And like everybody just started using that terminology. Whereas, um, I think battle Royale has become the genre name and in a way that was kind of unrelated to, I think the um, original, which I think there was actually a game called B- Battle Royale, um, what? but nobody really remembers it. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm uh, sure that the name comes from the film. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I was going to say the the name it almost certainly comes from the film originally. Right, the uh, film. Uh, yeah. The uh, but anyways, so one question then, because yeah. it's not on playstation yet is it so what um what format were you playing um PUBG Fortnite? so PUBG, i was playing on xbox um i was playing the the console version of the game which was pretty good when i was playing it like the first match or two was a little bit choppy but after the first you know six hours that the game was live it evened out pretty well um and then Fortnite. I was playing on Xbox, but that is available on PS4. For those that are interested, um, it is a pretty enjoyable game. Mm. And that's been your education corner with Maybe. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you get to be. Uh, anyways, they still yeah, they, anyways. they still want to do it for PS4, I think, don't they? So maybe maybe this year. Do you think there's a lot of appetite for, for PS4 players for PUBG? They? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's absolutely an appetite. I mean, Fortnite's been taken off like crazy. Um, most battle royale modes have been particularly popular. Uh, Fortnite is like one of the biggest games right now because of that mode. It, it just it it's logging a hideous number of players at any given time. So, I, I think there's a huge appetite for it. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be much appetite for PUBG specifically when it finally, because I'm assuming it's going to come to PS4, but they're not really saying that. Um, I don't know that it's going to have as you know the kind of legs that it would need to really be big on PS4. At least PUBG, when it came out on Xbox, it was not too long after Fortnite. It was still in the zeitgeist and whatever, and so it was a little bit buggy, but it wasn't the end of the world. But if we end up waiting like six months and it finally releases on PlayStation, if they go through the same bugginess and whatever, there's going to be serious issues. And I don't think people are going to latch on to it the same way that they did in other versions. People are going to be less forgiving. So mm. I think that could be a problem for them. 
All right. So that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Remember, you can always subscribe on the site or on YouTube. Rate us on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, you can follow us at True Trophies. I'm at Mega Brand Zero, and Ace is at Ace Solo McLeod. Um, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Have fun. Bye. See you around. See ya.